The legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner. With blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar. Discover legendary tastes with America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois. Let go with Ego. Existen dos tipos de personas en el mundo. Los que prefieren un desayuno dulce con frutas, dulce de leche y un jugo de naranja. Y los que prefieren un desayuno salado con chorizo, huevos rancheros y un café. Pero sin importar qué tipo de persona eres, hay algo que a todos les va a gustar. Los crujientes y esponjosos Ego Waffles. Ya sea que te guste un desayuno salado, con huevos o salsa picante encima de tus waffles, o seas más dulcero y los prefieras con mantequilla y miel. Encuéntranos en el pasillo de desayunos congelados. Lego with Ego. Hi everyone, I'm Joanna. And I'm Jenny. And this is Hyphenated, the podcast about living in the hyphen. And today we wanted to talk about beauty standards. Ooh. So we're going to be talking about how beauty standards have affected us, how we see it affect our society, and also how Latin culture has specific type of beauty standards that we see are particular and different. Yeah. So Jenny, growing up, you know, as women, (laughs) (laughs) we've been confronted with uh, beauty standards and have probably been affected by it. Am I right Mm -hmm. to assume that? Oh, you are absolutely correct. What was the biggest issue you had to deal with growing up and even and even to now where you see yourself just not fitting into a mold that <laughs> you perceive? You know, you're born and raised in a city like Miami, a city that idolizes the type of women you see in Pitbull's music videos, the type of women you see on Saudo Gigante or did see. Uh And it's a specific type of skinny. Now, I'm a skinny little shit. People know this by now. Many of you have probably commented on my weight in videos (laughs) and have told me to eat a sandwich. Though, please, everyone out there, get more creative about the meal that you want to shove down my throat. (laughs) A sandwich isn't really going to make me gain that much weight. Anyway. Do an empanada at least. You fry it. It's a sandwich that's fried, bro. At I least, you know what's funny, Jenny, that um, they tell you to eat a sandwich now, but at least we've pushed past the time where people tell you to make a sandwich. Like the, the okay. sexism has gone from make me a sandwich <laughs> to eat a sandwich. Still sandwich related. Make yourself a sandwich, you independent woman, but eat it because I want you I want you to have a culo. <laughs> so so you up. always had the pressure of. Having un culo y teta, like See, being it's the right kind of skinny. Not. It's called mm-hmm. it's what I call being the right kind of skinny. I was the wrong kind of skinny. The right kind of skinny, right, mm-hmm. in Miami, is having an itty bitty little tiny muñequita waist and then giant tetonas y un culo that can compete with J-Lo. Like, you gotta be like, oh! Every song at the club was about... There's a, there's a specific Pitbull song, and I always felt ashamed dancing to it at clubs because it's like, my girl got a big old booty. Your girl got a little old booty. Oh, no. And it's like, oh, no, because your girl got a little old booty? <laughs> what a tragedy. Fuck you. What a tragedy. So there is so, especially more so than tetas, I am so vulgar, more so than breasts. Than breasts. 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 The the emphasis is on just being an extreme hourglass. You need to look like Jessica Rabbit. I feel and like that's almost, where you're considered beautiful in Miami. 
It's like if you look like a cartoon made by a man, <laughs> then you're freaking hot. Or a video so game true. character so, on Street Fighter. It's a, it's absurd. I always struggled uh, on the opposite end of sort of always being told to lose weight. And I think um, to the point where it, it just got boring too. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> ay, pero tú estás como que más gordita. Because ay. I don't know why Latinos think it's fine to comment on your weight at any point in time. Like, yep. it's like, it's like, it's, you know how Americans, when they're like in the elevator, they're like, oh, the weather is, the weather. you know, great today. Oh, ain't the weather. Like, Latinos are like, ay, uh, esta más gorda. It's like, wh- <laughs> when did this become the small talk? I don't want my weight to be the small talk. You don't Always. know, like, what are we talking about here? I remember, I literally, Jenny, I landed in Venezuela. I had, like, a Shabbat dinner that night. I was 13. I had just moved to Venezuela. It was like the day I moved to Venezuela. And the first thing that one of my uncles said was, you know, you should lose some weight because you're a little fat. And I'm like, I'm, I just got my period wow. like two months ago. Can we wait? <laughs> Can we wait before we traumatize <laughs> me with, with the standards of beauty? And for the, the rest of my high school, I, and, and in retrospect, I'm like embarrassed to admit this, but I shouldn't be embarrassed because it isn't my fault. I was like literally starting myself with these awful diets, like eating alfalfa with un pan integral horrible. Like that's not even Ay, that's Dios not mio. even a sandwich, Jenny. That no. is like that is a sandwich you you put on set in a movie to make it look like it's a sandwich, but no, it's a prop sandwich. I was eating prop sandwiches. Going back to to your point, even though I was struggling to like lose weight y be flaca, it was simultaneously the added pressure. Of what you said, of grandes tetas, tremendo culo. And, you know, when you walk through uh, los centros comerciales, the malls in in Venezuela, the and I, I think in Miami it's the same, the mannequins yeah. look different than in the States. I, I'm not going to count Miami as part of the United States. I think that's the closest you get to the U.S. without being in the U.S. is Miami. But yep. los maniquís, literally the mannequins in a lot of our countries look different they have big boobs huge it it looks like what you said it looks like a jessica rabbit so on top of the added layer of 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 being thin it's like you have to adhere to honestly it looks like what 14 year old boys think women look like yep it's it's what society is telling us to look like how am i supposed to be thin and keep my boobs that's that's very difficult to do my friend like it's it's very difficult and look some women do have that body type and that's beautiful i think every body type is beautiful but unfortunately that is not what we are raised to believe (laughs) growing up in in latino households it's it's rough because again it it did affect a lot of the boys so that's all i would hear growing up in my high school and even middle school were boys just talking about ass and tits and like they wanted their girl to look like J-Lo or Sofia Vergara. It, it, and I'm just sitting there looking like the scrawny little creature from Little Mermaid. You know those little... Wait, which, you know which when Ursula... Like, little Mermaid? I don't know. I don't know what they are. Those little like scrawny blobs with big eyes that Ursula had in her cave. I think they were. they eels? Are you comparing yourself to an eel? No, the eels were her... Flotsam and Jetsam were her accomplices. Um, No... There were like other souls that she messed with and they turned into these little. Anyway, that's just what I felt like. This little squiggly, ugly, gray creature with big eyes 
compared to what was accepted, what was wanted, what was sexy. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I remember I was one of the many retail jobs I had was Office Depot. It was back to school season. And there was this guy that I was helping. And when he found out I was Cuban, he was like, I can't believe you're Cuban. You don't even have an ass. I I, I don't understand how that even... I, I truly I don't s- understand that. But I still... But Joanna, I still get those comments. I remember... Now, this is why I want to dive into this because I think it's very... It's very important for our listeners to to hear this and spread the good word. I have Crohn's disease. It's an autoimmune disease of the entire intestinal tract, right? Digestive tract. Now, again, I don't blame my Crohn's disease for my for my size. I've always been skinny. My sister and I have always had issues gaining weight, which would give up my grandma a patatus because she wanted us to be more well-rounded if you get my drift. But we were too bony for her. But, you know, when I got diagnosed with Crohn's, I went on a journey with my diet and my lifestyle. And there was a point that I dropped lots of weight. I went to 88 pounds about two years ago because I was really just really struggling to find the right diet that would keep me in remission. And with someone like me who has a very fast metabolism, can you imagine cutting out so much from your diet? Of course, I'm going to lose weight, tons of it. And I was very insecure. And I think at the time I was working at Mitu and it was actually the activation that you and I did, Joanna, for the, for the car. Mm-hmm. So there was a shot where I'm hugging this guy and you can see my butt. And a lot of the comments were like, what is this Latina doing with a flat butt? Like with a flat ass. She's definitely not eating her croquetas. Like I was getting lots of terrible comments about my body type that I can't really be Latina. Like what am I eating? Um, and it happens every single time I fly back to Miami. I had an, I actually had a, a panic attack at a Cuban restaurant because a fan of mine, she stopped me. I'm By the way, I'm sitting at a table and I'm eating Cuban food. And this fan stops me to tell me, first and foremost, the typical, oh my gosh, Jenny, I love you, abuela. And then she looked at me. She puts her hand to her chest, which is what a lot of people do. They put their hands to their chest as if they just saw a ghost. And they're like, oh my gosh, girl, but you need to eat more. Like, you're really tiny. Oh, my God. And that week was really hard on me, Joanna, because I was in the hospital twice. I had gone to host Hispanicize the Tecla Awards. And that's something else that's been happening. Ever since I got diagnosed with Crohn's, I have sometimes issues with being really lightheaded. And again, this was before I went vegan. So I was still trying to figure out. I was really vitamin deficient and I was in the hospital twice. I was feeling miserable. I almost couldn't host the award show because of how terrible I felt that entire day. So then you can only imagine I'm going through all of these health issues to then be stopped multiple times that same week by by not only fans, but like I would bump into mothers of my friends from high school 
and it was the same song and dance. Ay, pero Jenny está muy flaca. I know, pero tiene que comer más. And I, and I even snapped. I snapped at my friend's mother, elder, her elderly mother, because it was the straw that broke the camel's back. I couldn't handle it anymore. It was like the mm -hmm. third instance, that same horrible week where I went to my friend's house to film something and her elderly mother, the first thing out of her mouth was, ay, Jenny, no te ves bien. Tiene que comer. The same crap, the same crap. And I looked at her and I said, I, I, I'm forgetting how I said it in Spanish, but I said, you don't say that. I, I felt like I was talking to a little kid. I'm like, eso no se hace. It's, <laughs> you don't know what people are I, going through. I have friends with PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, that have a hard time losing weight. People go through depression, anxiety. Some people eat more during really bad mental phases of their life. Other people eat less. You, you just simply need to back off. Mind your business. Mm -hmm. I the legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner. With blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar. Discover legendary tastes with America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois. Let go with Ego. Existen dos tipos de personas en el mundo. Los que prefieren un desayuno dulce con frutas, dulce de leche y un jugo de naranja. Y los que prefieren un desayuno salado con chorizo, huevos rancheros y un café. Pero sin importar qué tipo de persona eres, hay algo que a todos les va a gustar. Los crujientes y esponjosos Ego Waffles. Ya sea que te guste un desayuno salado, con huevos o salsa picante encima de tus waffles, o seas más dulcero y los prefieras con mantequilla y miel. Encuéntranos en el pasillo de desayunos congelados. Lego with Ego. Every culture has beauty standards. What I think is very sort of idiosyncratic to ours is how open people are with commenting about appearance to your face. And I think that that's something that is, it is funny. Like I make fun of it all the time, how, how it, it's just, it, it feels like people have carte blanche to comment on how you look <laughs> and how much you weigh, mm -hmm. but it's also really annoying. It's, it's, I think it, it aggravates the, the pressures. I, I remember I would, I would be, I would freak about having to go to the freaking peluqueria because I'm like, oh God, Wilma's gonna tell me whether I'm fat or I'm thin right now. And if I'm fat, I'm gonna cry because, you know, mm. I, well, and I truthfully, in retrospect, I was never overweight. And in my head, I was. In my head, I thought I was, I was, I was ashamed of my body. And to this day, I still look at my body in the mirror sometimes and I, I, all I see are defects. And it, it is because I'm, we're also bombarded on our phones to this day with edited stuff and, and images. And it's like, it, it, I'd like to say that I've grown past it. I think, I think I've grown from it, but I, I, I still catch myself a, I still catch myself commenting on myself, but I, I dread and I, I dread if, if, if I feel people will comment on how I look, I, I dread it. And, and it's like, and it's like a given that it'll happen. If we were on Family Feud, Thea's edition, you know, if you're, if you're at a family gathering, what's the number one thing your Thea is likely to comment on? Number one would be your weight. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Number two, novio. Novio. <laughs> number three, la otra tía that she's jealous of. <laughs> <laughs> and then back to your appearance again.
I was I was thinking back because I'd like to think about how how society as a whole is affects the micro, how it affects, you know, kids and people and why these things are the way that they are. And I I keep on thinking about like my hometown about Venezuela. Mm-hmm. Um and we're very proud of saying Tenemos las mujeres más bellas del mundo. Eh, we've won the most Miss Universe titles. Um, it's something that every little girl sort of is is sort of pushed to aspire to is to be Miss Venezuela, is to be beautiful. It's to stand up and, and be crowned. And it's it's actually become a gateway for a lot of young women to escape poverty. If they're scouted, they're able to, you know, get a bunch of surgeries, but then travel the world. It's it's become a way that women see a way out of things and and find opportunities. Um, but it's kind of crazy to see the extent to what what people put themselves through to be able to to even compete, like legitimately. There's this they, they they sew plastic onto their tongue so it's painful to eat. Um, oh they, my it, god! The amount of plastic surgeries that a lot of these people go through are it's 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 like it's like going it's like a pit crew. I can't even begin to explain how how the amount of things that these people and these women have to go through. But um, a couple years ago, there was a Miss Venezuela who was darker. She was from Petare, which is a poor uh, region in Caracas. And the amount of hate she received online, uh, racist hate, and also a classist hate was, Mm. Mm. I could, I could not believe it. If you look at our, the history of Venezuelas, the great majority are blonde, blue eyed, white looking, uh, Italian looking. And then you know, you finally have a Miss Venezuela that represents the majority of the country and you are, you're saying that that can't be beautiful. That being dark, that coming with that type of uh, of those facciones can't be beautiful. So it's, it's the, I remember my, I have blue eyes and I remember that that in Venezuela was like having a superpower. Like people were like, oh my God, tiene azules. That, oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that is like winning el premio mayor that is like winning the lottery in latin america and look yes. your eyes are beautiful they are but so are brown no, eyes you, <laughs> yes i could not give less of a shit about eye color like my my <laughs> my husband has the same eyes i do like really blue eyes with with yellow in the middle and i mm-hmm. kind of don't even care but I, every, every comment from todos los latinos es como que ay tus hijos van a ser bellos i'm like are you I kidding see. me we're both super pale we have widow's peaks and butt chins our children might look like dracula but <laughs> the only thing you're referencing is cuz i have blue eyes dude i know that's why you're saying it my Dracula children will have blue eyes and you'll think they're hot because of the eyes. Because because <laughs> for, for, for beauty standards, being more white in, in Latin America is perceived as more beautiful. I see. The, the whiter, the blonder, the lighter eye. Like, me da una roña. Because look, I have one of those three things. I'm light skinned. Pero then I have dark hair and I have dark eyes. And I, and I hated it. It made me feel so ugly. 
Every time I would even hear people in my family, people around me, I did you hear que la hija de Glorita, she's going to have a boy, but her husband has blue eyes, and I, I hope he gets the blue eyes. I'm like, why? why, 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 why? Shut up, lady. I get so mad at that. But look at the freaking portrait of Jesucristo in every single family household. He looks like an Abercrombie and Fitch model. Like, yeah. I'm like, King este tipo? Oh, that's Jesus Christ. I'm like, no, that's Taylor. And like, he works that is at Taylor. Hollister. He's from Connecticut, dude. Okay, <laughs> that guy is, is, is not Jesus from Nazareth. All right. We have the weight. We have the curves. And then you have this... Eurocentric standard of beauty where whiteness is still perceived as more beautiful. And I think this links back to history. I think it's useful to look back at history to see what we thought was beautiful way back when to give us perspective of how absurd beauty standards are. Like in China, women would bind their feet to look like lotus flowers and they wouldn't be able to walk. And it was super hot to have tiny little feet that were super deformed and you couldn't walk in. That was hot. That was hot, hot, hot. And then corsets which by the way many of my friends and and cousins would wear fajas to sleep but corsets would literally constrain your body and and move your intestines and and your your organs into unsafe positions and that and that was perceived as beautiful in like victorian era europe Mm -hmm. and then in france around the same time it was super hot to be super pale and then paint paint your veins like it was hot to look like you were dying. Like it was do you, so with all these examples out there, we can conclude that through history humans have been creating beauty standards sort of out of nowhere because of the context of the society and yeah. they're bullshit. They're bullshit. It's it's so much. It's too much. I'm like, can't we just be humans and roam the earth like the losers that we all are? So the standards that society creates and says that are beautiful are bullshit. But then simultaneously throughout history, it's always been what do you need to do to be feminine and to be womanly and to and all of these beauty standards are always linked to that. It's like you have to you have to look like you're fertile. Your tiny feet don't let you walk, so your husband has to carry you everywhere. Uh, you you're super pale, which means that like you don't go out to work. Literally, all of it is dictating what is femininity and what is being a woman. And I think to this day that's the case. Honestly, when I go to Miami or when I go back to Latin America, I feel like like I do not dress like sufficiently like a lady. I feel like people think. <laughs> For the first two years of my career, everyone, everyone assumed I was gay, which is like, okay, cool. But the, and I'd ask, I'm like, oh, like, why? I'm like, curious. And they're like, oh, because of how you dress. And it's like, what? <laughs> did it, did I not get the memo that gay people dress differently than straight people? I'm pretty sure we're just, we dress pretty much the same. However the hell we want to dress. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, as someone who grew up there, I... I concur. It's ex- it was this. It was you had to dress a certain way. Your hair had to be long and flowy and very Pantene Pro V. It had to, you know, the more feminine you were, the better. And it was all about I, pero píntate los labios, ponte, you know, put some makeup on, or else, you know, your your husband's gonna cheat on you if you don't, 
you know, take care of yourself. But what they mean by take care of yourself is not what you would think it is. It's it's literally keeping your hair long and beautiful, makeup, you know, uh, dressing a certain way, wearing high heels. I had a friend whose husband did not allow her to wear flats. She had to oh, wear I'm high sorry. heels. Are, she had to wear high we in, heels. Are we in feudal Europe? What is that? <laughs> Girl, I'm telling you, you. Since when, what what type of husband tells a wife what footwear she's allowed to wear? It, well, so how does she work out? Does she know where, did she, I mean, I'm sorry, this is, this is psychotic. No, it's psychotic. It's absolutely terrible. It is shameful. It is sexist as hell. And that is another reason why I had a really difficult time fitting in Miami because I I do like wearing pants a lot. I do like dressing however. There are days that I feel extremely feminine and I like wearing pretty vintage dresses um, and heels. Yes, that is a part of me. But then there's this other side of me that's very grunge and very lax and chill and whatevs. <laughs> I don't know what to even call that. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mm-hmm. a fashionista, so I don't really know the terms here, but you would be called things like marimacha or a tomboy, but it was all with negative, con- you know, there's a lot of negative associations with those words. Okay, I was part of a gym in, in Caracas, and um, I don't know, to work out, I just wore basketball shorts and like a big shirt because I was working out, and <laughs> you don't know the cataclysmic event that was where, like, everyone, like, I was... I, no sabes el evento. Even my mom was like, you shouldn't dress like that, like, to go to the gym. <gasps> and and then, like, one of the trainers was like, what are you wearing? This is crazy. Like, people were staring. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then you look around, and even even in the gym, the the athleisure the women wear, which I, to this day, I have to say, I, I own this stuff, is, like, super tight. And, like, you see, like, the ass and the boobs and the... And, and even there, <laughs> even in working out, which is like should not should not be dressing up to to sweat and just work out. <laughs> I, I remember it was like todo un trauma de que oh my god you you parece una marimacha and it's like why why do I what always have to look like my body is is I it feels like Pero, women always have to look attractive, always claro. have to look beautiful, like always have to look like what they think women look like they always have to look feminine always have to look attractive even even in moments where it's it they don't want to or they don't feel like it or it's just useless it's useless for me to wear very 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 tight pants and shirts to the gym it doesn't change my workout level last time i checked so why why <laughs> it's, it's why? absurd i think so many of the standards are placed to to keep on to keep on reiterating what we think gender should be, what men yeah. should be, what women should be versus what people should be and what, what they want to do be. with. And, you know, I think it's important to note, I, I speak for Jenny. Um, I, I would never judge anyone for doing anything that makes them feel better about themselves. But I think it's important to criticize the society that makes people feel like they're not enough. Yeah. And, I think that in order to move forward, we we have to be like, yo, can we like chill, man? Like right now, it like right now, what's in style is having huge lips. And like, dude, my lips look like 
uh, they were drawn on with a colored pencil. I don't have <laughs> lips. Same. Like, I don't tiny. have. I don't have lips either. And I gotta say, for so long, I was like, oh my god, should I do something about it? I feel like really uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Oh my god. What? And then I'm like, wait a second. Why? Why do? Why do I have to change the way I look because of what I see around me? Because that's what's in right now, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I remember when I was younger, big boobs were way more in style. And I have, I'm an A cup. I'm a 32A. Well, what? Itty bitty titty committee. And I, I, I used to be super insecure about my boobs. Like, I would get push-up bras and the whole nine. And now, guess what? People are getting breast reductions because now really big boobs are no longer in style. When beauty is a fad, that's when you can tell that it is so subjective. When beauty comes and goes like low-rise jeans, we gotta we gotta take a look at what we're idealizing. Um, and you know, it, it it's it shouldn't be it shouldn't be uh, it should not be a fad. Beauty is it's who you are it's or what you idealize about yourself yeah. and what you like about yourself and everyone has something that they should like about themselves so that's that's beauty it isn't you know can you pull off a crop top um answer is no but for me but <laughs> my torso is so long jesus christ um but i think it's i think it's like yo as a society we we, we got to stop dictating what is hot and not beauty standards fluctuate just as much as social media algorithms and they can oh, all go to hell go. they there can all go. go to hell that's an influencer joke no one cares about <laughs> what i just said uh, i care <laughs> thanks I care. joanna you understand the legend of cayman jack is just around the corner mixed with blue agave nectar real lime juice and cane sugar for the perfect balance of sweet salty and sour every time Discover legendary taste with Cayman Jack, America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois. Let go with Ego. Existen dos tipos de personas en el mundo. Los que prefieren un desayuno dulce con frutas, dulce de leche y un jugo de naranja. Y los que prefieren un desayuno salado con chorizo, huevos rancheros y un café. Pero sin importar qué tipo de persona eres, hay algo que a todos les va a gustar. Los crujientes y esponjosos Ego Waffles. Ya sea que te guste un desayuno salado, con huevos o salsa picante encima de tus waffles, o seas más dulcero y los prefieras con mantequilla y miel. Encuéntranos en el pasillo de desayunos congelados. Lego with Ego. Now, for the word segment of this episode, we got a really great word actually from an email a listener sent to us regarding the last episode we did about telenovelas and that word is malinchismo. Now we did some research and malinchismo comes from la malinche which actually was a person. She was a uh, Nahua woman from the Mexican Gulf Coast who played a very important role in the Spanish conquest of the Aztec Empire because she she acted as the interpreter and advisor and sort of intermediary for Hernán Cortés, who was the Spanish conquistador. So malinchismo is giving preference to a foreign culture over your own. And Jorge says this also applies to Eurocentric beauty standards, which why it tied into our conversation about telenovelas being so white. Can I just say really quickly about this poor mal... Like, can you imagine being... Like, can you imagine your name becoming a noun for something 
so bad. I know. <laughs> I think we should I think I think we should make some some new words out of people's names now. Like <laughs> like I'd love like oh, he Ted cruised out of here. Like when someone leaves a party or a really important event or like a doctor leaves a surgery. Yo, that's Ted brilliant. Ted the hell out of here. Man, I'm going to Ted cruise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway, guys, we love reading your emails. It helps us make a better episode. So don't forget to write to us at hyphenatedapitalia.fm. We love uh, hearing from you. We, we miss you. We love you. We think you're beautiful. The legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner. Mixed with blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar for the perfect balance of sweet, salty, and sour every time. Discover legendary taste with Cayman Jack, America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois. Let go with Ego. Existen dos tipos de personas en el mundo. Los que prefieren un desayuno dulce con frutas, dulce de leche y un jugo de naranja. Y los que prefieren un desayuno salado con chorizo, huevos rancheros y un café. Pero sin importar qué tipo de persona eres, hay algo que a todos les va a gustar. Los crujientes y esponjosos Ego Waffles. Ya sea que te guste un desayuno salado, con huevos o salsa picante encima de tus waffles, o seas más dulcero y los prefieras con mantequilla y miel. Encuéntranos en el pasillo de desayunos congelados. Lego with Ego.